Time now for the SCL Mortgage Show with your host, Sandy Clough, and co-host, Larry Jager. Stay tuned as we discuss everything mortgage. Educate, form, entertain. It's the SCL Mortgage Show. Now, here's your host, Sandy Clough, with mortgage industry veteran, Larry Jager. Good morning, and welcome to the SCL Mortgage Show. Sandy Clough, Larry Jager, the president of SCL Mortgage. As always, 303-790-2222 is the number by which you can contact SCL Mortgage and uh, speak to any of Larry's fine loan officers. MySpecialMortgage.com is the website. Uh, Since you had kind of an off week, off not in the sense that you were mistaken or uh, unproductive, but an off week week last week in the sense that uh, we had two guests on who did a lot of the talking, uh, Stephanie Vincent, the vice president of HR payroll for SCO Mortgage, and uh, Melanie Yasko. Uh, we're going to put you to work Are you? right away here today, <laughs> okay. and we're going to do what we don't like to do all that often, but every now and then as we get to the final month and a half, give or take, of 2021 to ask you to make some educated guesses, some forecasts for 2022. And we'll start with interest rates. Why not? (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Or down in 2022. Uh, Good morning, Sandy. It's good to to be here. Yes, I did get a little uh, sit back and listen time last week, which was was okay. Those two ladies are very knowledgeable, very bright, and so it was uh, it was refreshing to hear them share their uh, their knowledge with our listeners. So, um I will give you the answer to my prediction, and, but I will tell you that it's also not my, just my prediction. I read a lot of um, mortgage blogs, I read a lot of um, listen to podcasts, listen to, you know, other people's opinions who are probably you know, more experienced in this than I am in terms of uh, interest rates, where they're going. Uh, But the, the prediction is that they are going to go up. But I would say they're not going to go up. They're not expected to go up by a whole bunch. And so let's say they go up a little bit. Let's say they go to 4%. 4% is still a pretty darn good interest rate, right? Yes, it's not 3% or it's not... In the case of a 15-year loan, it's not in the in the single digits or, you know, 1.9 or 2.1, 2.5, whatever. But they are projected to go up a little bit. So I don't say that to alarm our listeners or to, you know, instill any fear. But I've been doing this for 33 years, so it's my job to give you what I believe to be correct and what other people are saying is correct. That, yeah, interest rates are probably going to go up in 2022. What drives that? You know, that used to be a really, used to be a really simple answer, and it was the 10-year bond market. Right. The bond market dictates what's going on with interest rates. But, but it's a different world today, and it's a different world in a lot of ways. So now we have, you know, obviously we, we have the pandemic. We think we're winding down and getting away from that, and things are going back to normal. Um, but we have the fear of inflation coming. We have uh, price, prices rising. You know, I used to pull up to the gas pump and I could fill up my truck for 65 bucks, and now it's pushing $100. Right. So that's, that's real money, right? And that, that's happening in, in a lot of different areas. We, there's a lot of spending going on or attempted spending in, in the current administration, and I'm not 
going to get political uh, in any way, shape, or form. But all of these things do affect interest rates, Sandy. Sure. They, they absolutely do. It's not just the bond market. It's not just the stock market. There's, there's so many variables that affect rates these days. And, you know, we see every little change, every hour, sometimes several times a day, and although they're staying, they're still pretty good. Interest rates really are pretty good. But I, I just caution people that there's a lot of factors out there that are driving what's going on in the market. A lot of hesitation, a lot of uncertainty. Uncertainty is something the markets do not like at all. So when there's uncertainty, it always seems to err on the side of caution, So which means higher interest rates. So that's why I tell our listeners, let's let's be prudent about this. And, and, you know, interestingly, Sandy, there's a lot of people out there who have not refinanced. So now is 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 certainly the right right time to get that job done. And you've still got plenty of time in 2021 to get that done. We do. Oh, yeah, we do. We've got six weeks. Yeah. Six weeks. That's well within the range of uh, being able to uh, undertake a transaction and complete it. That that's absolutely correct. Six weeks is uh, is plenty of time to get it done. And then <clears throat> if we do close the loan this year, then there won't be a payment in January. Right. right? Uh-huh. Or maybe even for two months. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's the holidays coming and Christmas time and everybody wants to treat their family and kids and all that to presents. And maybe there's vacations. So maybe we put a few more bucks on our credit card than we would normally. Well, guess what? If you don't have to make a house payment in January or January and February, that's a big break. And that's an opportunity to get rid of the holiday debt. Tell me then where interest rates are right now as we speak on November 13th, 2021, compared to where they were, because I know you chart these things very closely, in mid-November of 2020. You know, Sandy, they're not that different. They're they're really not. I mean, they are up just a little bit. We probably had our lowest interest rates in history in July, August, September, excuse me, of last year. So now they are up a little bit, but not it's not a whole lot, really. It's it's maybe a half a percent, in some cases maybe a little bit more. But if you think about it, they're still some of the very lowest that we've had in my 33 years of doing this. So it, it's it's not too late. Uh, maybe you didn't, you know, it's like buying um, stock in mm, any company. Pick a company, whether it's uh, Tesla or whether, mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me. Whether it's Tesla or McDonald's or uh, any any blue chip company, yeah, gosh, I wish I would have bought it at that time at the very lowest. But it's very hard to hit, to hit the very bottom all the time. But look what's going on now. I mean, if you even if you bought stock um, when it was a little bit higher, Apple, for example, is a great example. Gosh, I wish I would have bought it when it first came out at fifty bucks. But now it's yeah. well, yeah. well into sure. the hundreds. Sure. So I, it's it's a it's a pretty good comparison with interest rates, Sandy. Maybe they're not at their all time lowest, but they're still very very good and not that much different from last year. And as you mentioned, lots of things going on: inflation, the pandemic, uh, infrastructure, uh, all of that can have an effect on uh, interest rates and. Uh, you know, it, it's something that we tell people all the time that they can have a tendency to go up a lot faster 
then they come down. Oh, that that that's absolutely the truth. They do go up faster, and and I don't know why that is. It's I've seen it for thirty three years, but boy, when the markets are nervous or or uncertain, interest rates will go up pretty darn fast, and then it takes them considerable amount of time to come back down. So. Everybody that I've talked to and listened to and and read about think that they are going to go up a little bit in 2022. But I would not want to tell people, don't put your head in the sand. Oh, I missed the the very bottom. It's still a really good time. And and consider this, you know, there's talk about the government getting more involved in climate change or getting more involved in in, um, spending money for infrastructure and all these different things. Well, when we're spending money, That can create inflation. And inflation is not a good word when it comes to interest rates because interest rates will go up to try to offset that, right? So that's likely to come, although, you know, 2022 is going to be interesting with the with the elections coming and but none none of us know what's going to happen with that right so i always you know err on the side of caution and if this makes sense for you today at least at least explore it right make the phone call if it doesn't make sense for you then at least you know but you got to find out let us do the math for you do you think houses will continue to appreciate at the rate they have been over the last several years now you know that <clears throat> that's a good question and I, and i think the answer is yes I think probably not as much because we have seen, oh, we've seen incredible appreciation over the past several years between 8% and and maybe even 12, 13, 14%. So um, yes, uh, home values are still going to go up because there's a big demand for housing and there's just not enough real estate on the market and there's not enough homes coming out of the ground to meet the demand. So it's it's basic economics, right? Supply and demand. If there's not enough supply to meet the demand, well, prices are going to go up. But that means appreciation is also going to increase. So, yeah, they will still still go up. So am I correct in saying that some appreciation is good but not too much? That, well, that's, all, that's always been my philosophy. It's, you know, it, think about it. If we had 10 or 12% appreciation year after year after year after year, well, all of a sudden, people can't afford to buy a home. Right. Right. It's just everybody's priced out of the market. So while this has been good for everybody's balance sheet, right? My home, when I bought it, it was, say, 700 and today right. it's 900 right. Well, that's, that's a really cool thing. But from my viewpoint, I would rather see 4 5 sure. 6% a year consistent increases, but not these great big jumps. Because that makes people nervous about, well, what if they come down again? So you're, you're absolutely right. A little bit is better than a whole lot year after year. When we come back, we will take some of your phone calls, some of your questions. We'll have customer emails coming in the next few moments as well as we continue on the SCL Mortgage Show right here on 104.3 The Fan. Sandy Clough with Larry Jager. More just ahead. And as we continue with the SEL Mortgage Show, 303-790-2222 is the number for SEL Mortgage. MySpecialMortgage.com is the website. Larry, you ready for some caller questions? We Absolutely. have several lined up here. All Absolutely. Right. And uh, we will go to line one. Hi, Larry. This is Madison. And I think my realtor should talk with you guys. She wants me to use her lender, but they don't offer your bank statement loan program. 
Oh, that's uh, very interesting, Madison. Thank you for the call. And uh, absolutely, <laughs> your realtor should be should be talking to us and working with uh, with us because, like you said, we offer a lot of loan programs that most other lenders do not. And there's a lot of people that are self-employed, maybe need a bank statement loan as opposed to tax returns, maybe need down payment assistance, maybe need um, a reverse mortgage, maybe need any number of things that we do offer. And yes, uh, if she is your your real estate agent, then we would absolutely love to talk with her. And and when when we do that, Madison, it's not like we're trying to um, take over her business. Uh, she probably has another lender or two, like you mentioned, but we want to fill that need that she doesn't currently have. And we can do that at SCL most every single time. So thank you. And, and please do put her in touch with us. And we'll go right to line two. Sandy, I just wanted to tell you that I have listened to you on the radio for about 15 years now. You are the man, Sandy. <laughs> By the way, my <laughs> name is you. Robert, and I want to buy a house, but I I'm just a bit short of the down payment. Can you offer any help with that? Oh, goodness. What did he say his name was, Sandy? I didn't Robert. Care. Robert. I oh, okay. Okay. Thank you, Robert, for the phone call. And, um, well, it's great to know that you're a longtime listener, uh, way longer than I've been with Sandy. So, so good for you. Um, Yes, I I don't know if you've heard us talk about it in the past, but our down payment assistance program is very, very popular. And, and, you know, for a lot of reasons, because coming up with the down payment three and a half percent plus a few dollars in closing costs on, say, a five, six hundred thousand dollar home, that's a pretty significant amount of money. And, you know, maybe you have the ability to tap into your 401k. Maybe you don't. Uh, maybe you have the, the uh, rich uncle or maybe you don't. But either way, we can give you between 2 and 6% of the purchase price with our down payment assistance program. And there's no payment attached to those dollars. So it's a great program. And, and we would love to uh, talk to you about it and get you into your very own house. Very good. And we will roll on from here. We have a couple of other callers waiting. Okay. Gentlemen, my name is Ksenia, and my family and I moved here a few years ago from another country. So we could really use some advice on establishing more good credit and hopefully buying our first house. Oh, right. very nice. Buying their first house. Their very first house. Yeah. Um I think she said her name was Senya. Th- Senya, well, first, welcome to the USA. We're 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 happy to have you here, and uh, thank you for being a listener. Thank you for uh, for calling. So, you know, I I, I want to say that you have made the right phone call, and we are the right company to talk to because we have a ton of experience in in credit repair, credit building, credit uh, restoration, whatever the case is or whatever you need, and maybe you just need a little bit more credit or um, another trade line or two, we can show you how to do that. We can help you with that. And what a great thing for you and your family to be able to move to this great country and become homeowners, and that's part of the American dream. So if we can help you do that, that's a dream come true for us as well. So thank you very much. We appreciate the call, and I believe we have one more. Guys, I just wanted to say that I called you a few weeks ago. My name's Katie. We were the ones that had the very complicated tax return, so your loan officer, Nate, called me, and he was so awesome. We are almost approved and hopefully closing soon on our new bank statement loan. So thank you, SEL Mortgage and Nate. Wow. 
<laughs> I like that. That's a that's an interesting. Very nice compliment for Nate. Very nice. Very nice. I, I honestly don't. We we talked to so many people, ma'am. I I don't remember your exact phone call, but thank you for telling us that. And um, complicated tax return. So yes, if it's um, if it's what I think it is, then we talk to you about our bank statement loan program, which it sounds like Nate already did. He's already got you pre-approved. You're closing very soon, and we're going to get you into that new house. So, you know, you only have to be self-employed for two years. And actually, Sandy, we are, are about to roll out a program if you've been self-employed for one year. So that's mm-hmm. going to help a lot of people, I believe. So... Um, and and you know with the with the pandemic and some people lost their jobs and some people it was a struggle just like it was back in 2008 and 9 where some people said you know what I'm I I'm not going to do this anymore I'm going to do my own thing I'm going to start my own company right. I'm I know this business and I can do it on my own so this program is perfect for people that are self-employed whether it's only been a short period of time or whether it's been a long period of time, we'll use your bank statements as opposed to your tax returns and get you qualified that way. So thank you very much for the call and the compliment. That's fantastic. Well, you've had more experience doing this from the beginning at SCL than anybody else, and very few even offer the program at all at the present time. But that was your reason mainly for developing SEO Mortgage the way you have to address concerns of an underserved portion of the market, that being the self-employed, and there are tens of thousands of them throughout the state. Yeah, there there absolutely is. And you know what, Sandy? Every new state we go into, just about like Iowa and Nebraska and soon-to-be Idaho and, and some other states, from our research, we have found that there are very few, if any, people offering a lot of the loan programs that we offer. So we look at these markets as being very underserved. And fortunately, this this program was introduced to the to the country uh, about the same time we started SCL Mortgage. And so we did our research and did our homework. And I thought this is a very very good thing for people that are self employed. And and you know we're still getting new listeners to the show, new customers at SCL that want the bank statement program because they didn't have access to mortgage or traditional mortgage financing prior to this. So it's been a windfall for our customers and obviously been good for us. You mentioned the rolling out of a little bit of a tweak in the program where you'll only require one year of Correct. self-employment as opposed to 24 months. Correct. We, we are very shortly to roll that out, Sandy. And it's going to be very similar to what we offer now, with the exception that we can look at and probably do um, loans for people that have been self-employed for one year. It used to be two or more. Right. But we've seen that over the years, these loans perform really, really well. And and that's what you go on. You go on the payment history right. of other customers, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, we, we, we had a guest on uh, a while back, and he made a comment that Wall Street loves these loans. Well, you know what happens? Yeah, that is, was very interesting. That was. Yeah. That was, yeah. So so everybody that, that does mortgages, whether, whether it's SCL Mortgage or whether it's some large bank, everybody sells um, these mortgages, whether it's uh, on a one-by-one basis or in, in a flow, we call it, or, or in a very large pool into a mortgage-backed security because you can only fund so many before you, before you run out of money. So you sell them, and maybe you keep the servicing of it, maybe you don't. But 
that's what's happened is very large entities have seen that these mortgages perform very well. So, okay, so we should expand the guidelines just a little bit to accommodate more people. More people we can help, more people get traditional financing, more people have home ownership, and it's a win-win for everybody. What's the percentage of bank statement loans that you do in relation to all kinds of loans, every kind of loan that you do at SEO Mortgage? Every kind of loan. Um, I'm going to say, based on looking at the stuff I look at every week, every month, probably about 32%, 34% of everything we do Around is, one and three. Yeah. It's a bank statement Exactly. Loan. Exactly. And if you look at the emails that, that we read every week, that's about the case, sometimes even more. I think a little bit more. Yeah. Sometimes. You're, because you're right. people are used to the idea that they might ask about a program and be told, well, it doesn't really exist here. We can't help you. You don't show net income on your tax returns. Uh, We've been doing business with you for decades, but we can't help you here. Yeah, that's unfortunate. And um, like our our realtor friend last week said that uh, sometimes people – get turned down yes. and they think that's it. That's it. Everybody's going to tell me. Yeah. Nobody who's going to be able to help me. Well, if you don't know about SEL mortgage or, or you haven't given us a try, then maybe you should, because maybe we can help you. And it, it, it's, it's, I'm very glad we have all these programs, but it, it is a little bit troubling that people get turned down and don't keep trying. Gosh, how many times have we had people on the air that said, I gave up. I just thought I was never going to be able to buy a house or I was never going to be able to refinance my mortgage. Not the case. If 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 it's possible, uh, we're going to let you know and then we're going to get it done. Customer emails coming next as we continue with the SCL Mortgage Show. Sandy Clough, Larry Jager on 104.3 The Fan. Sandy Clough, Larry Jager, the SCL Mortgage Show continues for this November 13th and the number for SEL Mortgage is 303-790-2222, myspecialmortgage.com. But we do this most every week, with a few exceptions here and there. Customer emails, one of our favorite segments, uh, if not our absolute favorite, week in and week out. And as uh, Larry frequently demonstrates, boy, you get a great response. And we're only talking about emails you receive within the last week. These aren't months-old emails that you've collected. These are all emails that have come in within the last week. And before we get to them, again, we remind you that uh, Larry's work is not done on Saturday mornings from 7 to 8 a.m. He's right back here tomorrow morning with Nate Jackson from 7.30 to 8 a.m. with a 30-minute edition of the SEO Mortgage Show. Correct. And um, Nate is coming into his own. He he seems to really enjoy doing this. He's very inquisitive. He's learning a lot. And uh, yeah, it's it's been really good for us. And um, hopefully it's been even better for our customers because that's what we're trying to do. Educate, inform, and maybe if we can entertain even better. But uh, yeah, I, I'm, I love coming in here on weekends and, and talking to you guys about mortgages. Very good. We'll get right to the emails. You know, Sandy, you're absolutely correct. Um, when I leave here on Saturdays, Monday I go into the office, all these emails go into the shredder. They they do, and they just keep accumulating throughout the week, and I've got a big stack here in front of me again this week, all that have come in during the week. So, uh, okay, so Sarah emailed and said, hello, I'm reaching out to get some information about what it 
would look like to get qualified for a mortgage with a bank statement loan. My husband started, oh, this is, this is really good. <clears throat> My husband started his business about 14 months ago. So little less than two years. How timely is that? I, I promise I didn't, I'm not making this up as we just talked about our program for one year self-employed. Right. So great, Sarah, I think we're gonna be able to help you out. So she said, she was kind enough to say, so I really don't know if we're gonna get approved right now, but would love to talk to somebody to make sure we're doing all the right things we can to set ourselves up for purchasing a house in the future. Thank you for your guidance and enjoy listening to your show on the radio. Fantastic. So I, with this new enhancement, uh, Sarah, I'm, I'm optimistic we're going to be able to help you out. And wouldn't it be cool if you and your husband can, can get into a house? Okay, so uh, this is coming from Steve. Um, interested in a conversation about acquiring a new home before renting out our current home. Well, that's interesting. So, and, and a lot of people are doing that these days, Sandy. They can, they can um, put a mortgage or maybe refinance their existing house, lower the payment on it, and then maybe pull some cash, maybe use our down payment assistance program. They can buy another house and rent out the current house. And sometimes they have to sell to buy the new house. Sometimes they don't have to. They can keep it and rent it out. But Steve, you um, you hit on uh, several good things here because uh, we're going to be able to talk to you about the value of your home, the rental income you think you can get from it, uh, and get you pre-approved for a new home, a new home loan, and a lot of things to discuss. But uh, you're you're doing the right thing by reaching out. So let's get started with that process. Uh, okay, Reese emailed and said, "Good morning. My name is Reese." What are our what are our options to purchase a home? We rent now and our landlord asked if we would be interested in buying the home. This is a perfect situation, Sandy. It's it, this is exciting for a number of reasons. One, because they're already living in the home that they want to buy. And the seller probably figures, well you're good folks, I want to sell, why don't I sell to you as opposed to listing it? And then he could save a lot of money uh, in closing costs and realtor fees, etc. And you, as the current uh, tenant, can buy the home you're already living in. You don't have to go out and, you know, look at a whole bunch of homes and, and try to find something and write some offers, which may or may not be accepted. So this is a really, really ideal situation. And there's a lot of things we want to talk to you about, Reese. So thank you for uh, getting a hold of us. Um... Uh, Oh, here we go, Sandy. Dion emailed, simply, I'm interested in a bank statement loan. <laughs> so that tells me that Dion has been a listener for hopefully um, some time, and they know we have a bank statement loan program for people that are self-employed, or if you're on commission, straight commission, right. uh, any number of things. You own your business, large or small, whatever and uh, you just don't show that much net income on your tax returns. So we have a way to solve that. We don't even have to see your tax returns. We'll look at your bank statements to get you qualified. Okay, so uh, let's see. We are looking at Sandy said, I would like to talk with one of your lenders. I'm, I'm sure she means one of your loan officers about a cash out refinance. Please call at your convenience. And I have heard you this week for the first time on 104.3. Uh, 
Very good. So, very nice. Good to uh, have you as a brand new listener. And, uh, yeah, she, um, she came in from our website uh, on the uh, page that talks about the radio shows. So, very good. Uh, Sandy, we would love to talk to you about a cash-out refinance because there's so many different things we can offer you. And depending on what your needs are, depending on what your goals are, and, and maybe we can give you some ideas that you hadn't thought about, if it's applicable to you, if it's not, either way. But that's our job. We want to talk to you about all the options you have, some things that you may not have thought about. I don't hear very many. I Actually, Sandy, I don't hear anybody talking about taking out cash to pay off debt that's not interest deductible. I, we, we started talking about that months and months ago. And it's to me, it's a really good idea. In fact, I even listened to um, a, a short webinar from one of the financial gurus out there this week, and they talked about taking some or considering taking some cash out of your house and paying off that debt that's not interest deductible. Because you write a check every month or you pay it online, however you do, all this interest. And if you sat down and think about it, it ends up to be a fair amount of money that you can't deduct. So turn that into mortgage debt, and then the interest is most likely deductible. Right. So it's a win-win right. for everybody. Okay, um, this comes from Vera, who said, looking for a competitive loan with down payment assistance. Fantastic. Vera, um, obviously you, you've been around our website. You've probably heard us on the radio and you want to buy a house, but you probably need a little down payment assistance. Well, we've got a great program for that, a really, really good program. So uh, I'm sure a loan officer's already talked to you and called you. So um, just a couple things for listeners that had not heard about our down payment assistance program. We can give you between 2 and 6% of the purchase price, and it's basically free money. It, there's no interest rate attached to it, no payment attached to it, and it's forgivable 20% per year. So if you keep that mortgage for five years, that down payment assistance piece is 100% forgivable. So what better way to buy a house? Um, okay, Donald emailed. Uh, do we have time, Sandy? For Absolutely. Yeah, Okay. Donald emailed and said, we're trying to qualify for a home we're having built, but we have unconventional income. Okay, so not exactly sure. I I mean, I understand what you're saying with unconventional income. Uh, Maybe that's uh, commissioned income. Maybe it's uh, any number of sources. But as long as we can prove it and we can see the money being deposited into your account, accounts, savings, checking, whatever it is, business, personal, as long as we can verify it, then we're good to go because we will qualify you with your bank statements as opposed to your tax returns. And and typically unconventional income may or may not get reported or may or not be whatever, but it presents a complication or a challenge on the tax returns. So that's why I think we're going to be looking at your bank statements, Donald. So thank you for the email. Okay, uh, let's see. This came from uh, another Sandy who said, we would like to talk to someone about a cash-out refinance. We have had some credit challenges in the past, but according to Credit Karma, our scores are back up and pretty good right now. Okay, so 
Uh, I would say a couple things, uh, Sandy. One, thank you for the for the inquiry for the email. Sometimes Credit Karma may score you a little bit higher than what your mortgage credit score would be, but don't don't let that scare you. Um, <clears throat> if there's things we need to do on your credit to help you to get your scores up. It can be done, and it can be done pretty quickly as well. And it sounds like you have questions about a cash-out refinance, so that's why we're here. We have a mountain of experience inside of SEL Mortgage, and uh, we'll hopefully give you answers to your questions as well as ideas that you may not have thought about. Okay, so this comes from Meredith, who said, Oh, she's she wants a call. Please call me as I am interested in purchasing a home as soon as possible, would like to try to get it done in this calendar year. Well, we have about six weeks left, so (laughs) if you have found a home, we can get it done for you in this calendar year. And maybe there's some tax reasons for you to want to do that. Whatever your reasons are, Meredith, um, that's fine. We're here to help you with the mortgage and get you into that home with any number of loan programs that we have. Time for one more, I think. Time for one more. Okay. Uh, This came from Mr. R.D., it says. Mr. R.D. says, I might need to borrow some money to buy a house. Well, okay, Mr. R.D., that's that's what we do at SEL Mortgage. We have a lot of money available for mortgages and mortgages to buy a house. So it sounds like you already have some down payment. Right. Uh, So we just need to give you the rest of it, and then we can explain to you all the different loan programs, what your goals are, what your payment you're comfortable with, down payment you're comfortable with, get you qualified and get you into a house in 2021. So very exciting. Thank you for the email. Thank you to uh, one and all for the emails this week. Sarah, Steve, Reese, Dion, Sandy, Vera, Donald, Sandy, Meredith, and Mr. RD. We will get back to customer emails again next week. Thank you for sending them out. And when we come back, uh, we will go back to conversation regarding the housing market and uh, the idea that uh, we may or may not have a shortage of houses vis-a-vis the demand. That's all coming next on the SCL Mortgage Show. Sandy Clough, Larry Jager with the SCL Mortgage Show as we continue on during this uh, Middle Saturday of November, November 13, 2021. And Larry, why don't we get back to uh, discussion of the housing market? Uh, do we, in fact, have a shortage of houses versus the demand right now? We absolutely do, Sandy. You know, in in normal times, whatever normal is these days, um, there, there would be about six months worth of inventory um, on the market. So that means X number of houses on the market wanting to sell. And so let, let's just use some real round numbers. If, if there's 5,000 homes sold every month in Colorado, so normal times there would be six months, so 30,000 homes would be on the market. Right now we have about two months worth of inventory on the market. So the demand is much stronger than, than the supply. The supply mm-hmm. is not enough to meet the demand, which is why it's so competitive out there trying to buy a home Now, the good news, interest rates are still incredibly low, so it is a good time. But it's not a time where you could just go out and look at five homes and put an offer and it gets accepted and you're good to go. You're probably going to have to look at a lot of homes and you're probably going to have to write several offers. But we're going to get you pre-approved and put you in the strongest position possible so that we can hopefully get that seller 
to go under contract with you and your house. So, yeah, let me let me go into that a little bit deeper, Sandy, into your question about do we have a shortage of houses? Mm-hmm. So here's what's if if we could get buyers, I'm, I'm sorry, sellers on the say the three to five six hundred thousand dollar range to sell and move up to the next level, the seven, eight hundred thousand, whatever. So that would free up a lot more houses down in this entry level because there's a lot of people that are now deciding this is a good time to buy. I need to buy. Like I think we talked about it uh, last week. There's a lot of millennials that are now deciding they want to buy. Sure. So typically first-time buyers are going to be in that entry level, um, which is still, you know, it. I mean, you can still get a lot of house for four or $500,000, but there's just not a lot of homes out there for sale. So more people are wanting to buy. But first-time buyers and entry-level buyers cannot buy in the seven, eight hundred, nine hundred thousand dollar range. So uh, somehow we need to free up, or there needs to be more houses coming out of the ground. And you know what the statistics are, Sandy? We need about one point seven million homes every year for the next three years to fill that demand. Seriously, I, I, I that's got, astonishing. It's a big number, isn't it? Yeah, it's a big number. Now I'm I'm talking nationwide. But still, if you break that down into 40, 50 states, that's a lot of homes. And, you know, so the government is talking about making ways to introduce or or maybe it's incentives for builders, another 100,000 homes per year. Well, the administration is not mortgage people and they're not real estate people. So we need a lot more than 100,000 homes per year. We need like 1.7 million. So how do we do that? We either have to get more houses on the market or more homes coming out of the ground. Now, I, I have read and seen statistics that builders are very, very optimistic for 2022 and 2023. So that means they can sell homes, they can make good money, they can grow their business and, and satis- help satisfy the needs. But yeah, we, we are definitely um, experiencing a shortage. So um, don't give up, folks. Uh, to me, it's most important that you keep your keep your nose down and keep trying to find that house. Who's buying the houses now? You, you referenced it in part, but uh, I'm sure because you do charting and research on all of this, uh, people moving up, first-time buyers, people moving down, all the above. All the above. Yeah. All the above, yes. And and we do watch this stuff, and, and I can tell you why. Because... <clears throat> If you if you um, if you own a mortgage company or or any company, you're always looking at ways to um, offer products that people need, or or grow your company, or or tap into markets that that are underserved. Whether it be self-employed people with our bank statement loan program, or like we've talked about a little bit, like millennials that are now wanting to buy a home. I I, I mentioned it earlier, but. The millennials, people that are 27 to 33, I think, is that age, age range, they have seen maybe their parents or grandparents retire with a pension. Well, that's not really the case anymore, right? So wh- what do you do? How do you create wealth? How do you create this nest egg for yourselves when you're about to retire? Well, fortunately for these folks, if you're 30 years old, you got... 30 plus years to get ready for that. But good for you because you're starting to, you know, have those conversations and those thoughts right now. So think about it. 
if you buy, a, say, a four or $500,000 house today, that house is going to appreciate, and you're going to get a good mortgage right now because interest rates are so good, but hopefully you'll be able to pay that mortgage off at some point down the road and or get it paid down. So you have this huge nest egg sitting there for you that you can use during your retirement. Because I, I don't know about everybody's lifestyle, but I know Social Security would not be enough to to take care of our lifestyle, right? So so you've got to have other investments, other other things in your portfolio that can take care of you. So, but your the direct answer to your question is Sandy's. Yeah, it's first time buyers, it's move up buyers, it's move down buyers. All the above are wanting to buy homes. Weren't we talking about this time a year ago? about loan limits going up. Is that happening again this year? You're spot on, my friend. I, I, I know you have an excellent memory, and then you just proved it to me again. It's about this time of year, every year, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac look at the loan limits, what they have are for conforming loans, and they see what's going on in the real estate market. So last year's conforming loan limit of uh, was about $580,000. Well, that can buy X amount of house. But now that house costs more money, so that means the home price is higher, which means the loan amount is probably going to be higher. So yes, they have now said that they will be raising the loan limit to $625,000. So in fact, we are now offering that program to our customers because by the time the loan closes and it gets sold to one of the agencies, we're going to be into 2022. So good news for you folks out there that want to buy a home and maybe you're needing a, a home loan that's more than 580000 So now we can go to 625000 Sandy, I, I, I tell you, when I started doing this, that loan limit was $125,000. And now we're at 625000 So, uh, again, it's a great time to get under contract and, and close your home loan. Some rapid-fire questions as we get set to close out. We've talked about PMI in the past, right? Yep, yep. And about refinancing to get rid of it. So does that mean people should not buy a house if they need PMI? No, absolutely not. That That's funny the way you said it is, um, yes, it's okay to have PMI when you buy a house. Right. But then once you've got 20% equity, right. let's get rid uh, of it. Get rid of it, yeah. <laughs> Because if the PMI costs you 150 bucks a month or 200 bucks a month, whatever it is, so let's say that's $2,400 a year, your home is going to appreciate way more than $2,400 a year. So if you need it, let's get you into the house, and in two years mm-hmm. from now or a year from now, we'll refinance and get rid of it. If people want to use your bank statement loan program to buy a house, what's the down payment required? Great question. It is 10% down on our bank statement loan. Yeah, I think we may have touched on that before, but uh, we do need a 10% down payment. Um, and, but there's there's ways we can suggest or advise people how they can come up with that. Um, so that takes a phone call and a much longer conversation. But, yeah, great question. Is down payment assistance available with your bank statement loan? No, unfortunately it's not. It's got to be an FHA or a VA or a traditional conventional loan to use the down payment assistance program. But we have lots of ideas and maybe – ways to help people with that well we'll get the phone number out again 303-790-2222 that's 303-790-2222 for seo mortgage myspecialmortgage.com constantly changing world lots to keep up with 
for both of us, <laughs> especially so, over the last couple of weeks with oh uh, all the changes going on with uh, the Broncos at the moment. Uh, the Eagles are in town this week, their final game against NFC opposition from here on out. Yep. Uh, we'll Good have point. a bye week coming up, and uh, all AFC teams, with the one exception of Detroit, and that's kind of the added 17th game right. uh, as opposed to the uh, old schedule of 16. But uh, uh, last NFC East team, anyway, that the Broncos will be facing uh, this year. They've uh, already played the Giants and the Washington football team. And, of course, uh, Dallas last week and now with the Eagles in town. I I think this is one of, uh, unfortunately, the very few games they'll be able to win uh, on Sunday. And they will be favored. They are favored. And I would suspect uh, 20 to 16. 2016. Something along those lines. That that's pretty much the range I was in, Sandy. Of course, we we want to win. I was thinking a little more like uh, maybe 2017. So you're asking for too much entertainment, <laughs> <laughs> too many points, too much entertainment. I I I can't take a team that's averaging uh, uh, around 20. Uh, too much higher than 20 <laughs> at the moment. They're gonna have to show me. Uh, and uh, but uh, perhaps. Uh, Uh, They will get over 20 uh, this week against the Eagles, but it's always a pleasure, uh, uh, whether it's uh, multiple guests as we had last week or having you on today. And again, your work is not done for the weekend. You'll be right back here tomorrow morning, 730 to 8 a.m. with Nate Jackson. We look forward to that as well. Thanks, Larry. Thank you, Sandy. It's great to be here. That's the SCL Mortgage Show for this week. We'll see you on the 20th of November next on 104.3 The Fan. Thanks for listening to the SEL Mortgage Show with Sandy Clough and mortgage expert Larry Jager. If you missed a portion of the show or want to listen to the program again, listen to podcasts at the SCLMortgageShow.com. Questions or assistance with a loan? Call their main office in Denver at 303-790-2222 or online at MySpecialMortgage.com, NMLS, 120 